This podcast is brought to you by Shout Engine. In less than five minutes, you can start your own podcast for free with ShoutEngine.com. Distracted because somebody in a Mercedes-Benz private group I'm in on Facebook posted a bunch of parts they're parting out, and one of them is a complete dashboard, and those are hard to come by. So that's what's catching my attention. For right what the wombat? Second. No, for my 114. Oh, does it need um, a dash? It has a couple cracks in it. Um, so I mean, if you could replace it with a clean one, you know, why not go for it? Because I think it's pretty easy to do, just a little time-consuming. But that is uh, the start of the Hooniverse podcast episode, whatever. Hey, um, that's very appropriate. This is these are the things we all run into when we got projects, right? Um, so uh, I, Chris and I have been slammed as of late. Um, which yeah. Is- I, I apologize. Thank you for picking up the slack on these things. Well, it didn't it didn't work out last week because I had some technical issues. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah, so we're a week off. Oh, okay. That's why you didn't want to push off till uh, tonight. We were. I yeah. Was, I was actually going. Is there any way we could maybe do it tomorrow and then release tomorrow but, night? No, I got to come up. Um, uh, I, I owe yeah. them. Um, I owe everybody. Um, and next week should be the official start of all the new stuff because, like, I got I finally have everything in for the studio. Right. All the all the stuff that I bought came in so and I've, i walked up there tonight i looked at it and it looks pretty cool especially when we're going to get all the other stuff we have planned to go up there um so it, i'm excited to get that running um, yeah my dad's going to come over and help me uh kind of get the studio finished and uh and yeah we'll um we'll have that done next week so uh it'll be um i don't know if next week we'll start the youtube live streaming but that's an experiment that's going to start soon yeah um the first one's going to suck so just everybody get oh, ready yeah. for that well it's almost going to be like starting over again first 10 are going to suck <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but whatever. They'll be fun, too. And then also, we're going to introduce a component where we're finally going to um, allow for Skype guests, which we never wanted to do. We still don't prefer it that way, but we're going to have an option available to do it. Uh, it just opened up the door, the door for a lot of people that, that we can't get in. Right. You know? um, and, uh, yeah, so we'll do Skype and FaceTime. FaceTime, hopefully, is going to be the preference just because its quality is so good. Okay. Um, but... Uh, yeah, those are the plans. That and I get the fatted internet connection going on here too, which will really help. Right, it definitely was um, not possible at the last place. No, 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 no. Um, so I, I don't have a, a, a rundown um, for tonight, but uh, there are a couple things I want to talk about. A while back, somebody asked me if I'd heard of this thing called Rally Road, and I had it. But tonight, I finally looked into it. Have you heard about this? Mm-mm. It's an app, Rally Road. Road is spelled R D, and it is basically. These three guys started a company where they're treating, they're going out and finding investment-worthy automobiles and selling shares. Okay. So it's like, it's like an actual vintage or classic car investment service where you can buy in, you can track the value of the cars. They like they they issue, they do like an initial public offering on a vehicle at a set share price. They cap the shares per car. Um, and then, you know, as the value goes up, you can sell your shares. Boy, do I hope they've got good lawyers because having just done all the crypto stuff and literally been through the ringer with all the FCC and FTC stuff, like, 
Oh boy, can you send yourself to jail real fast doing yeah, that I'm stuff? Sure. I, yeah, I'm <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, but it is it is fascinating. It is fat. So I downloaded yeah. the app to get a better look at it, and I have it here. And it hasn't been around that long, but um, I'm going to give you an idea of some of the cars. Like their their app is really well built. Like it's a very pretty app. I'll let you see it in a second. Um, but like you you when you first log it because I've already created an mm-hmm. account. This one is open right now. It's a uh, 1983 uh, Ferrari 512 BBI. So you hit a button to say explore and invest. Mm-hmm. 81% funded. It's open. The goal for this car is $350,000. Okay. 17 days left, 286 invested, 875 investors. You scroll down, there's a chart of, of value. It looks like this is pulled from Haggerty because it just looks like similar time frames. Right. Um, where, you know, over the course of a year, these have gone up 285%. With 67 transactions, so decent data points. They have a quote from someone. Um, Are there any like? Is there any stuff on like how this works with capital gains and everything? Or uh, in their in their like frequently asked que- like in their finer print stuff? Yes. Okay. Because um, you know the funny thing is is now that I've done all this financial right. shit, now I'm really curious on kind of not just the car aspect. I'm like, what are the mechanics of this damn thing? Right. Well, you these would, these would. I mean, if we could get in touch with these guys they'd be good ones to get on i would love to there's a uh this trading open soon on um oh no this one closed already um but this one is coming so i'm really actually paying is that attention an xj220 yeah okay so initial offering it says 823 uh of a price of 495,000. there are two cars in the world that look like a catfish at that distance so yeah it's either the camaro or an xj220 well this one was interesting too though it's a 1990 ford mustang 7-up edition that was one of the ones that uh, Dennis Collins okay. sold for like a lot of money. Um, and then Porsche 911 Speedster, BMW M3 Lightweight, a Lotus Esprit. So interesting cars. Um, yeah. But that like, oh, and they, you can do it. So it's like in this list format. Like that's a really this nice is layout. Fascinating. Yeah. So I'm curious to see, to learn more about this. So I did sign up. I did put like, a hundred bucks in there um, just to see. So like when that Jag thing opens, I might just buy one share just to see what this app is all about. Right. So, cause I think they're going to do the shares on that one are going to be like 99 bucks a share or something like that. So, and I think you can buy one share, which is silly, but it's, it's, it's an interesting concept. Right. Uh, okay. I mean, these, these cars are, at that level, commodities, though, and this is a way to trade them. Yeah. Well, as I said, I hope they've got their good lawyers lined up. Also, I could say that I own part of an XJ220. Yes, you can. <laughs> You're like, I own the three screws right. on the on the top left-hand corner of the hood. Yeah. You know? um, so it's, it's. I forget who asked me about it, but I finally checked it out. It is very, very interesting. I don't know if it's what the future holds for it, but it is absolutely interesting. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. I, I did not expect that. That That's out of nowhere. Yeah. Now on the actual cars I do own side of things, um, the Hemi and the transmission are sold, officially sold. Excellent. Yes. Um, I got, I'll, I'll just tell you whatever. Uh, I say I listed it on Facebook marketplace and Craigslist for fifteen hundred total, yeah, which is a loss. I I paid twenty. Yeah, somebody got a pretty good deal on that. I paid twenty five hundred for these four or five years ago. Um, yeah. So and they've just been sitting, 
and then the engine doesn't have the harness that came with it when I bought it because yeah. I have no idea what happened to that. Um, it needs uh, intakes and valve covers. Um, intake and valve covers. I mean, it means a lot more than that, but those are the two main major right, things. Right, right, right. Um, but those are nothing. Right. Um, so the first person to reply asked if I would split them up, and I didn't want to, but I said I would. I would I'd sell just the engine for 1000 uh, and then somebody like almost after that was was like, I wonder if you'd sell the transmission. I was like, yes, I will. <laughs> um, so the first person who responded, I got a few responses, but the first person who jumped on it bought the engine for 800 and the transmission went for 450. So you're not that far off. No, I wasn't. And I left it all to the shop. I was like, you guys pull it, create it, ship it. Don't, you know, kind of sell it within this range. Um, and then just put the cash right back into the car. So yeah. it's the first step, the to, first step of, of... To putting an LS. Right, yeah. And now I'm waiting on some other things to come in to do the first half of the payments to get this going, like for real. Well, here's a, I've got an interesting proposition for you. Um, I might... I've been kicking around the idea of throwing uh, heads and cam and stuff on the vet... If I get cylinder heads, you, I'll, I'll give you a ridiculously low price on my LS3 heads. If you, I would be interested in that. If you, uh, if they're useful for you, they probably would be because I'm now I'm shopping for engines for myself on Facebook Marketplace, which is a remarkably easy place to do that. Surprisingly, huh. um, Craigslist as well too, um, and other places. I just I don't like to do anything on Facebook. It's it's really easy. Like their marketplace is just quick. And it easy. may be like easy, I sit there on my phone just, and, and browse. You know. I, yeah, I'm just a, I don't like the company. Oh, of course. Yeah, I hear that. Um, so yeah, I'm on the hunt for LS3 and transmission, or you, I'm open to other LS based. Well, you engines. could do. Here's the thing that you could do is you could go with an LS2. Um, and then throw because it's just a, dis, a very small displacement difference between the LS2 and the LS3. Um, so you could get an LS2 a fair amount cheaper, generally speaking, than an LS3, mm -hmm. or you can get an LS1 and then throw the LS3 cylinder heads and everything on them. Hmm. Um, so that that is a doable option. And I think whatever engine we get, the shop is is ready to like they they said even if we get a higher mileage engine. Um, which we likely will, we're going through and cleaning it all the way up anyway, so it's not yeah, a big deal. You may as well because it's not like the machine work and everything when you've already torn it, like, and you've got it out of the car. Is, right. You know, $1,000 worth of work on it is like very, you know, it, it's cheap insurance. Yeah. Um, so I'm very excited to say that. It's funny too, when I went to take pictures of it the other day for the Instagrams, um, Without an engine in the front, I was like, "Oh shit, that's the exact ride height I want." <laughs> I got to show you a picture of it. It's like the no it, it's sitting higher up. I was like, "Oh, there's no engine in the nose." It, it's like a gasser. I kind of. It's not. It wasn't fully gasser. Like even the back was. It just seemed. I was like, "Shit, that's there's some stance right there for what I'm looking to do." Um, yeah. So that was kind of funny. Any other news on your cars? Um, the Benz. It, it, I will have a video out soon on the audio system that was installed. We just had to adjust one thing. And um, I wanted to fix one part of the tint, which wasn't a Clarion thing. It's the, the the shop where the tint was done. I want to get that done just before I take pictures of it. I also, uh, our friend Larry um, Cosilla from Ammo sent me a um, a frother because I'm a lazy fuck. And I, that sounds filthy. It's, it's, it's a waterless washing system for your car, basically. Like if you don't have a hose and it, it just makes this real thick 
frothy soap on it. No water? Well, there's like oh, in oh the I know solution, the pump thing. The pump thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've you seen... you can you can do it with water or yeah. without. Yeah. And I at my house, in, there's times where if it would make it so much easier to just have that and not like hang my hose down over the pa- the patio. And yeah. Then, um, See, like here, I got to run a hundred foot hose right. from the building down to the yeah. So I gotta I gotta I gotta use the frother to clean my bends. So I can then do the photos and get a story written for Larry because he gave me this stuff free, which was awesome and very nice of him. Yeah. Larry's a good friend. I, we've, I've helped him a lot with his podcast stuff over the years. And he's like the best at what he does. He is one of like – and here's the thing is like now because I've done so many podcasts with him at like Seaman and stuff over the years, there's like him and four other guys that are – the best of the best and right. larry's like 20 years younger than the rest of them yeah that's true uh um so he will be the best it's like highlander yeah there will be only one <laughs> uh so uh, thank you very much larry for that we will i will be getting that up for you soon i also had to wait till the fire died down by me so that my car wasn't covered in ash <laughs> yeah yeah um because it's sleeping outside at the moment we went we, we've been traveling a little bit Lately, because my wife, I, myself, and Sloan had to go back east for a wedding two weekends ago. And then just this past wedding, we had to go to Chicago for something else for some other friends. So it's just been a bit hectic. And then when we're away and we have a dog sitter stay over, I park the Mercedes on the street so that the dog sitter can use the garage. I have I, – I, and I was, of course, just in Boston and New Hampshire as well. Um, you know, it was it was funny. Like the entire time I was in, I was in New Hampshire, I'm like – it, because there's three months out of the year that it's like reasonable to ride a motorcycle there. Yeah. Everybody's out on their bikes. Yeah. Out of the hundreds and hundreds of people I saw on their bikes while I was up there, Five I saw helmets. two. Yeah. Two, exactly two. Right. Uh, and apparently side-by-sides are also road legal in New Hampshire. Yeah. Uh, I think it was, depends on, yeah, no, they're, they're, they're fully plated. Right. It's uh, awesome. Yeah. Live for your die, baby. Yeah, New Hampshire's like, hey, just enough room to kill yourself in a dumb way. It's like it's like just like a slightly it's a slightly more educated Florida. Like there's bigger centers of like people who've left Boston to to like go away to get away from the city, but then they're yeah. still very much like, wow, this is the south of the north. Um <laughs> I would no. I would contend Maine is very much the South. Maine is more so. Maine very much so. New Hampshire, I think,'s entire motto is Massachusetts. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Um. You know that's kind of my until take. we come to buy their liquor scratch tickets. Well, and yeah, they love fireworks. They love it when Massachusetts comes across the border to go and buy all that because all the liquor stores are state run there. Yes. Uh. So. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was a good trip. Otherwise, it was. It's weird going back. I hadn't been back in eight years. So it was That's just a very long time. It, it was a lot of things had changed. Uh, and then as soon as I crossed the border into Hampshire, I'm like, nothing has changed. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's true. Uh, and I saw my, I saw my good friend, Jason, who I know listens, who lives just up the street from your mom. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, uh, right by St. Anselm's college, which most of you guys know yeah, not far presidential debates. Do they do the debates? There? That's, that's the big place where they do oh. them every, every uh, four years. I only know. So one of my friends from high school went there. Um, yeah, it's and really, I drive it's, past it. It's supposedly like one of the best nursing schools in the country. Interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, while I was back there in uh, Massachusetts, I had the Audi SQ5, which is just like interesting. A, you had a hopped up, you know, little, a, a, a small family, family car. So, like, perfect for a family of well, three. Well, that, that shares the platform of the Macan. Yeah. Um, um, but the all-wheel drive system is different. So, there's an interesting data point on that. 
and I hadn't told anybody this yet, but did you? You bought a Macan. I bought a Macan. He just flipped me the keys to his Macan, which is, of course, shaped like a Porsche. Uh, Well, congratulations. It's the most obnoxious key. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. You know what? It's not because it's not color matched. I know. So it's not the most obnoxious key. I know. Um, It looks like it would fit nicely into your asshole, though. Uh, (laughs) Or or, that might be the title of this podcast. I just watched watched Deadpool 2. We'll call it your prison wallet. There you go. Uh, Yeah. I saw a Cody version of that. Um, uh, What'd you get? I bought a, it's a 2015 Macan S, which are incredibly reasonably priced in the used market. Nice. What, I, what color? Uh, it is the, they call it agate gray. Oh, good. Nice. Uh, so it's the dark gray and I get the ox blood red interior. Uh, is the Fiesta gone? No, it's not gone yet. It will be going soon. I need to do a good detail on it. Uh, and Zach's actually going to shoot a one take with it before it goes. Does it have parts um, and stuff, right? Oh yeah, that yeah. car has. I always forget what that one has. Literally, almost everything that Mountain sells, that yeah. car has because Ford got a hold of me after I got it, and they're like, "Hey, do you want to do some stuff with Mountain?" And I said, "Sure, do." Uh, and then it also has all the Pierce Motorsport stuff. Plus, I put bushing. I put. I replaced all the suspension bushings. And I put Zerk fittings on all the suspension points. So, like, everything you can hit with a grease gun and everything. It's, like, f- fully ready for track duty. Uh, it's 22,000 miles and hasn't had electrical issues in, like, 15,000 miles. Nice. So, uh, if anybody's interested, Fist is going to be on s- for sale soon. Um, I am really – I'm going to be bummed that it's gone because I, there are things about that car I really like. Your Porsche is a lot more comfortable. It's way more comfortable. And quite frankly – I started looking like a jackass when I'm going to meet with, like, these people at these big companies, and I roll up in a Fiesta, and they're like, nice clown car. Well, now you roll up in a Porsche, and they're like, how stereotypical. Welcome to California. Uh, yeah, but I'll Or take... they go, oh, his company's doing well. Well, that's the thing. is it's, And I hate playing that game, but it's an appearance <laughs> thing when you're playing with executives that, like, it's a dick measuring contest. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I got a decent deal on a Macan S. I bought it at CarMax, and I bought the... 100,000-mile warranty Doug on Doug DeMuro it. warranty? I did, because chances are on that car, shit's not going to break. Um, but if they do, it's expensive. If they do, it's, it's very expensive. And it was a $4,000 warranty, and I'm like, well, that's one repair. I guess uh, as I'm sure every listener can't wait to hear, not hoping something goes wrong, but if and when something does go wrong, all about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. it will. If something goes wrong... but. Uh, you know, I did my research on those things, and there's only one thing that's known to break, and that's the transfer case. And, like, they usually break pretty early on in those cars. So uh, Interesting. Yeah, so I own a Porsche now. Congratulations. Weird. That's uh, a cool little life achievement. Um, it is, although the funny thing is, is it's actually, I only, to be honest, I only paid 41000 for it. Uh, which, well, even more dramatic is I, when I say, "Oh, I got to go wash my bends," and I paid three thousand for it. <laughs> <laughs> I still think you made the smarter buy. Well, we'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I, I mean, you know, um, that's funny. Um, shit, what the hell was it? Oh, so uh, SQ5 was great. Uh, I've driven it before. We've talked about it before. When I hadn't driven, though, I got in Chicago. I lined up the Volvo XC40. Okay. Also a great three-family crossover-type vehicle. Yeah, um, I heard the interior in the Volvo's dope. 
it is dope and mine had like it was black with orange accents but like the accents are huge it's like the whole interior of the door panel and the floors um it's just and they scale down all the good bits from people don't like the center screen in the modern volvos and i do i think it works well uh, i've never had an issue with it uh for some reason people don't like it I, it's i don't think it's as slick as what might be in a tesla but it works well for me i, I like the design actually on that um this this uh this was an r design white with a black roof it looked it looked good it had no problem swallowing our luggage um, it had a full panoramic sunroof. It felt, I, I can't tell how I feel about the price. So it's like, it was $46,000 and it was pretty fully loaded. So, uh, it starts at 35, which makes more sense, but new cars are so expensive. So like they are anything premium that's under 50 is kind of like, all right, that's actually priced well. Yeah. I mean, if you're comparing that, I mean, you're going to compare that with like an X3, I mean, what Gross. does the SQ5 start at? Oh, the SQ5 is expensive. Right. Um, I mean, like, a base Macan starts at, like, 60. Like, the four-cylinder Macan is, like, 62 or 64. The SQ5 I drove was 70. Yeah. Like, 70 on the dot or something like that. I Now I want to get an SQ5 as a press car just to be able to compare the two back-to-back. The, your all-wheel drive system is supposed to be much more engaging and sporty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that and it has PDK. Yeah. Uh, the the other thing I learned is that they um, Porsche destroked those engines. Like it's the same engine block, but they destroked them so that it rev. It's a little rev happier on the on the uh, Macans. Hmm. That's interesting. Um, oh, of course, the big one, the SQ5 supercharged, not turbocharged. No, the SQ5s are turbocharged. I thought they were super. No, they the new engines of the Hot V. I'm gonna just. Oh, I'm thinking this. of the previous generation. Yeah, the previous generation okay, was supercharged. Okay. Yeah. Um, they switched to turbo. Yeah, because the Porsche is a hot V now too. For the next, for the it's not out yet. But right. Yeah. Um, and then, so oh, and I just swapped into today um, the Dodge Charger Daytona. Okay. So I finally am back. In I haven't driven one of those. Happy. I haven't driven a Daytona like since the the last Daytona came out like ten years ago. It's it's so like big this is a true muscle car feeling car like yeah. it's after spending a week in like an, a light and airy volvo um driving our mazda cx5 you drove the most scandinavian thing in the world down yeah. to down to a thing that's just like hey hold my beer yeah it's 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 fun having you know all the horsepower on the highway and going for it I've, I've only just gotten into into it today so um and i've always enjoyed the charger so this one should be no different um it's just feels pricey at fifty two thousand dollars as tested this is the thing we keep saying every like i said the uh you know when i said i only paid forty one thousand for a used car right but like everything's so bloody expensive now the average selling price i can't remember where i read it but like i read it a month or two ago the average selling price for a car in the united states now is like forty two thousand dollars that's crazy uh you know what it is I, I also think we're just getting old and our brains aren't keeping up with inflation yeah, but it's, I mean, I feel like everybody I talk to thinks everything is too damn expensive, um, but whatever. Um, so that's what we've driven lately. I'm very excited about the, the wagon situation because it's actually, it's ha- like, the big step is getting that fucking engine and transmission it, out. It's, it, it's going to be, I wish you could almost put the Hemi right side by side with the LS motor because it's, like, a comical size difference. Yeah. Even though the displacement's almost identical. It's, um... Well, the Hemi's probably less displacement-wise because it was an older Hemi. It was a well, you five had the five seven, seven, and then I'm probably going to get like a six liter, a six or liter or six two. Yeah, um, but just the LSs are taller and narrower, right? 
Um, Hemis are just I don't wide know as fuck. I don't think they're any taller, really. No? Okay. They're just a lot narrower because the cylinder heads are way smaller. Interesting. All right. Um, but, yeah, either way, it's, it's stuff is happening. So I'm very, very excited about that. Um, I'm going to dive into some questions, though, because we got a, a few, and I didn't answer any from last week because that podcast got fucked up. Um, let me just – I want to pull something else up because there was one – I think there was only, like – Every, there was not been a lot of questions right now because I think everybody's out enjoying their summer. Um, yeah, which the, is it's fine. kind of the last throws of summer at this yeah, point. Totally, I get it. So it's, that, it's Labor Day next weekend, right? Uh, I think it's a couple more weekends. Okay. Um, so I'm going to ask answer the question from Patreon from the, that was supposed to be for the prior episode. Um, also, it was my birthday, and I really didn't feel like doing shit. Oh well, oh, happy belated birthday! I forgot you. about that. Sorry. No, it's fine. I, I actually took it. I used to have the Facebook notification like today is Jeff's birthday. I stopped doing that. Yeah. Um, Dan Mosqueda. Now that you and Doug Demuro, oh, we're gonna get him on the podcast, are practically neighbors. Will we see any? Oh, sorry, I forgot. Doug moved to Southern California. Yeah. Will we see any collaborations between the two? Perhaps he'd be on the podcast or something. I would love to get Doug on the podcast. Yeah. I will talk to him about it. Um, it's a bit of a drive to uh, it'd be easier for us to do like a daytime one with him just because it might be a bit where demanding. is he, is he in, he's in la jolla oh he's in la jolla yeah so okay. i mean it's kind of like hey get up to here at eight is he'd be home by like midnight well we can always do a weekend one or yeah um, we'll, we'll figure something out you know we can do something i mean and i get the grill and everything here too so we could you know yeah we could figure something out for yeah. sure um yeah so, no, we're, uh, we'd like to do something with him in the future. Uh, but these are the questions asked today. First one from Myanmar Katafi. What do you th- <laughs> I love that fucking yeah, name. What do you think of a rally safari approach for a daily in New York City? The pothole situation has gotten completely out of hand. To use a bike analogy, I'd like the car version of my single-speed 29er and be able to just bash through anything that gets in my way. I don't want to go over to the dark side with a CUV, SUV, any suggestions or platforms or suspension providers thanks i say yeah hell yeah uh yeah that makes sense for there i mean it borderline makes sense for los angeles too part of the reason why i swapped cars yeah um but he doesn't want to go the suv cuv route so i get it like what if you could get like a cheap miata and and safari that because it's small or like a mini cooper but that'd be much more expensive what if you get like a subaru outback but stuck an sti motor in it or something yeah that might get a little that's probably pricier whereas if you can get the car and then just do suspension wheels and tires is easier than engine swap. It is, but one's cooler than the other. No, one is definitely cooler. But I, I wholeheartedly say go for it. Or, uh, and then if it's getting beat up, like just because parking in the city is insane, who cares? Yeah. Or I've seen Put uh, bowl bars on Forrester it. STI conversions too. Those yeah, are those cool. are dope. Those are dope. Uh, no, def- definitely go that route and do your best and probably just find like Bill Steen's. Or even look towards the off-road space and do, like, Fabtech or Camberg versus, like, they, who knows what's out there. Um, hopefully, I'll be diving in that that warm hole very soon. Yeah, the only tricky thing is when you get into safari cars, like, suspension, um, geometry, and, and shock choices get difficult. Sure. Uh, but if there's a will, there's a way. Uh, Ryan Morris, at a beach that is car-friendly, what would be some good cars for posting up on the beach? Can be practical or absurd. I loved this a couple uh, – actually, last year, my wife and I went to Pismo Beach, and every manner of bro-dozer 
is um, for those who don't know, Pismo Beach is where you can go bash dunes. You can camp on the beach. It's it's a uh, it's a pretty cool place. So all these bro dozers are rolling out down the sand, and there's a dude just like you said posted up in a stock Subaru Brat, and he had no issues out there whatsoever, <laughs> and it was fantastic. Um, but the best one would be my wagon to have posted up. Uh, out there. <laughs> I would love to just show up one of those assholes in like a samurai too. Yeah, uh, definitely could. Uh, yeah, I I. I fundamentally hate those trucks. Aerial Nomad would be good, too. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I wish I could talk about the stuff I knew about the Nomad. Uh, yeah, I've texted with someone about it. Yeah, I that had a very posted good... some stuff online, but not full details. Uh, yeah, I don't know what we can say and we can't say, but right. a very good friend of ours spent some quality time in a Nomad. Like a lot of time. Yes. Um, <laughs> Neil Weingarten. How should I introduce a kid to motorsports? My almost seven-year-old niece has the addiction to speed. When I take her for rides in my STI, I would hear squeals of excitement from the back, quickly followed by demand to make the car go whoosh again. Last week, I rented one of those electric power wheel cars and let her have a go at it. She loved it but wanted to go faster. Not sure what my next step should be. I don't want to buy then modify one of those power wheels for her because she's getting on the big side. For them, should I invest in an electric go-kart? What do you think my next step should be? Um, I don't know what the age is to get them. Find a place that lets little kids do go-karts. Uh, because I think around here, K1, you have to be, like, surprised, not surprisingly old, but, like, at least, like, 12 or so. Like, you have I to think be there's pretty a height big. limit. I think that's what they do. I think K1 had age, though, too. But I think it was, like, minimum age and then height and weight as well. But yeah. I, um, but there's uh, tons of other places that have little kid go-kart sections uh, where the adults can't go. And so find some – I say find something like that where it's just a – it won't be expensive to let her turn laps in the go-kart. And then um, – go from there if she um, likes it then yeah i mean you can you can either build a go-kart real cheap or you can hit go hit craigslist and get one that needs a little work done on yeah it. for sure that's what like the, that's what those guys did i don't know if everybody saw this in the news these people where were they they were in oregon or washington maybe washington they took they found an old go-kart on craigslist mm -hmm. and um using that chassis they pulled the engine out of it modified it to accept a front engine set up for a dirt bike engine and put the power wheels barbie car mustang body over it oh so it is now okay. a dirt bike engine powered barbie mustang go-kart and it is amazing one of my favorite youtube channels is one called this old tony it's his you know take on this old house right uh but he is a hobbyist machinist and he's ridiculously smart and he ho he's a great host um he does a full build from scratch of a go-kart for his kids, and it's completely over the top. And, yeah. like, his welding skills are insane. And he machines everything from scratch. Jeez. Uh, it's three episodes, and it's worth watching all of it. It's, it's probably my new favorite YouTube channel. Damn. Okay. There you go. Yeah, go that route. Dan Mosqueda, do you think you'll get in on the Aston Martin EV sedan first drive media day? Um, I have no idea. It's It's... Sometimes I get to go to them. Sometimes I don't. Um, I'm, I'm sure I'll eventually drive it when, when it's in the fleet here. I'd be definitely going to be very curious about it. So you get the Aston stuff usually. Not always. I mean, I didn't go to DBS. So, um, but what, I, I, I'm not salty about it. It's just that I, I go to you some good okay stuff. I, yeah, yeah, I get the cars 
at home, which is fine. Um, Russell Gorley, I was planning to sign up for my second HPDE event next month at a track close to home, Spring Mountain Motor Resort, but it falls on the same weekend as opening week for my kids' soccer league. Ugh. It would likely be several months before I could do another event. Should I go to the track or the soccer fields? Uh, you'll, I mean, you got to go to the soccer, dude. Yeah, I think you have to go on the soccer field. Because uh, uh, you'll never, weekend. like, regardless of whether or not you want to do that, right. you're never going to hear the end of it. It's, it's Even a, if your kid was like, oh, go ahead, go do well, that. Well, how old is the kid? Is this like, is this like, has he been playing soccer for decades? Yeah, is he is he 16 and like right. this is his 9 millionth soccer game? Right, so like, there's a balance. I'm, I'm leaning towards go to the kids' soccer game no matter what. And then also keep an eye out for um, Speed Ventures has been doing a lot of track days. They're doing more and more track days starting this fall. Because um, I just talked to someone who's running them now and... They're going to be very friendly with us if we want to for track day stuff. So, yay! Uh, yeah, um, which is good because um, the track the vet's going full track card. Nice. Um, so you can, I think you could find other events if you really look. Like maybe Las Vegas Motor Speedway has something out there as well. Um, um, you can always fly into the Utahs. Get the uh, well. That's after, he's just going for one near him though. Uh, where is he again? He says he's near Spring Mountain, so that's Nevada. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Does Chuck Walla do anything interesting? I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. I've never been to Chuck Walla. Uh, but you, you pretty much have to go to the soccer game. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Twitter question. You're gonna like this one, Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, Herman at HW Essert asks: Should the mid-engine Corvette be called something else to keep tradition, or fuck with it by calling it Corvair? Or does this not matter, and people will be fine with a different layout? I think it'd be hilarious if they called it Corvair, but that'll never happen. But the Corvair was rear-engined. I know, but it'd still be fun. And it was a flat six. I know. Uh, no, I think it's a vet. It's what Zora always wanted for the Corvette. Well, they isn't there just, a rumor it's going to be called the Zora? It may be. It may be like I think the code name internally may okay. actually be Zora. Right. Um, but the top, like. The ZR1, from my understanding, is almost kind of like the Zora one. Like, yeah. It's kind of an homage to that in terms of that. Right. Um, but no, this will be, it, it's just going to be the vet. And a bunch of people are going to go, it shouldn't be this. It shouldn't be that. It's like, no, fuck you people. Time moves on. Things yeah. progress. Right. It's just like the assholes now that are still complaining about the Mustang going the IRS. Yeah. You know. Um, Which they were. Looking at doing way back in nineteen sixty seven. Remember, I, I had Pete Brock on the yeah. show, and he goes, "Yeah, that was the way it was always supposed to be done." And the accountants decided they wanted to save five dollars per car. Well, this the Shelby GT three fifty I drove from uh, the original Venice crew has the that suspension they would have as they would have built it. Yeah, on it. So that was that was pretty cool. It was uh, yeah, it was basically a clerical mistake the entire time. Yeah. Um, now here's a Facebook question from Blake Swan. Do you ever see Audi taking a page from the R8 RWS and going rear wheel drive only on a mainstream model in the future or just get used to understeer? I don't think they'll ever do it. The only reason I think they did it is because they already had the Lamborghini there. They're like, let's make some money on a limited edition. You say understeer. I don't know anybody that's ever complained about massive understeer in the current R8. In the current R8. No, but he means the rest of the family. Like, there is, there's a couple A4s that understeer. Yeah. They're not as bad as they used to be, but those engines are still pretty far out in the nose. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, although I think the, the TTRS is relatively far back. It's not that far back. Yeah. Uh, under heavy braking, they, you'll they, feel it start to pay. The cars are amazing. The yeah. cars are amazing. But under heavy braking, um, 
you can feel it pendulum a little bit. Yeah, like that's like a, like a racetrack. They should, you know, what they should do is they should just mark it as reverse Porsche. Yeah, they really should. Um, but I mean, it's you know those cars. Do you really come away from those feeling like you're wanting much? Um, no, it'd be, I'd be curious to see a TTRS with a manual gearbox, but that's just me being a manual gearbox snob. Otherwise, the car is amazing. Yeah, un- unfortunately, you know, our days of manual gearboxes are mostly done, and quite frankly. You know, I've got the PDK in that thing, and it's kind of nice to have the PDK. Like, I, I would have a regular automatic would have just pissed me off, but like, once you go dual clutch, like, yeah. you don't feel like you're missing a lot, right? Um, yeah. The um, though I will say in the well, it's not a dual clutch, but the I want to try out the sister car to this Daytona because they also make a Challenger. What the fuck do they make? Uh, is it a TA? It might be a TA. I think, yeah. I think it's a TA. Or is it the Scat? No. Well, the Scat's just general. like Because yeah. Daytona is a limited model. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think they do a TA Challenger. And I'm pretty sure you can get that one with the manual, where they, they never do the manual in the Charger. Yeah, and it, doesn't it come with that stupid pistol grip in that car? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, I never like pistol grip manuals. Oh, I love them. Uh, they're, they're great. I, it's a visual thing only. like It's impractical otherwise. I love it. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to put putting a few more miles on... This car, I'm going to throw my mountain bike on the roof of it at some point, too, because that's just funny. Um, though, I mean, I could probably fit it in the trunk, <laughs> taking the wheel off. Yeah. But that's no that's no fun. Uh, what else do I have coming up car-wise? I, I don't know. You know I'm kind of quiet car-wise right now. You know what now. you got to do on the bends, though, is, like, when the build is just about done, have them throw a, a, a little hitch under the bumper like I have, like I did it on the Fiesta, mm-hmm. and you know, of course, the Macan's got it built in, right? But like to have the hitch, the 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 uh, bike rack hitch mounted, right, is so fucking nice. It's so convenient because right. it all it installs so easy and comes off so quick. Yeah, um, I really, really like having that. I so. probably would go roof mounted though. Um, I know it's harder. It is. I just uh, like the way, and it's also drag. It's drag, but the biggest risk is I'm not going to be worried about drag in this car. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> But the biggest risk is is people people are tired and they, they forget, forget, they forget and then they hit their garage and destroy their bike. Yeah, and uh, their garage. <laughs> yeah, that part would suck. Um, no, but uh, I, I, we'll be doing something to, for bike carrying purposes for the on that car for sure. Um, and I'll probably I'll still keep my sea sucker mount though for press car purposes. Though once this wagon's finally done, I won't want to drive anything else for a yeah. while. I think. The Who other, knows? I might hate it. The other thing I like about having the the hitch the hitch mount is that you can lock everything down. Yeah. Um, so you don't. So you can stop it or stop and you know get gas and something to eat or whatever. Right. And not have to worry about it. Yeah, that's true. Um, they make a lock for my suction-based mount. Yeah. But you basically, like, run it through the windows. So it's kind of like a, there's no good solution to this. Yeah. This is the best one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the suction mounts are, are cool. It's just something I have a hard time trusting them. I have no problem trusting it. Um, I, I know I shouldn't, but I still do. I get it. I get why you wouldn't, but I've been around suction cups of this caliber with big cameras yeah, yeah. for so long at... at fairly high speeds i was like all right I sh- I sh- i'm putting it to the test in a week because so we booked a trip to yosemite a year ago mm-hmm. and we're still on the fence and it's about a week and a half away 
about canceling our reservation or not because of the they just reopened today from some of the northern california fires so we're on the fence watching to see because if it's still um smoky in there we don't want to go uh but we also don't want to cancel and then like the smoke fades away and, and and we missed out on a great you know weekend there yeah um, and we we booked a cabin in half dome which is supposed to be awesome and we had to book it a year out oh no it's it people don't realize like when you when you're booking stuff like that on the west coast sometimes you have to do it a year or two ahead right. of time so it, 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 we're it's not like camping on the east coast but i'm gonna i'm gonna pick do a the drive weekend. i'm gonna do the drive with the bike on the roof yeah all the way uh in an alfa romeo Stelvio Quadrifoglio. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's that. Which Let's is get fun. the 3.5 uh, twin turbo, right? Is it a 3.5? I think it is a 3.5. Um, well, it's the same one in the regular Quadrifoglio, right? right? I, I'm, yeah, it's. I mean, it's basically the same. No, it's the 2.9 liter V6, which means... No, that's the base Stelvio, isn't it? That would be the base Stelvio... I just drove the the sedan, and I don't remember shit about it. Um, well, that makes you a bad person, Jack. right? It is. Why didn't they give me the size there? Yeah, it's two point nine liter twin turbocharged V six. For some reason, I was thinking it was three point five. Nope, I'm wrong. Yeah, it's a five hundred five horsepower, and according to car and driver, it'll do zero to sixty in three point six seconds. See, this is the one thing that bothers me about the Macan. Is it's so conservatively done. It's a three-liter twin turbo, and it only makes 340 horsepower. Mm. That seems wrong. Start twisting the wick. Boop, 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 boop. You Here's don't want to do anything to this car. No, 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 I do. I really do. But, like, the big thing you need to do is downpipes on that car. Yeah. To do downpipes, you have to remove the – and I kid you not, in the Alpha downpipe manual, they right. say, step one, follow factory directions for removing drivetrain. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. You have to – they wrap so the – the downpipes go from the front of the motor. They wrap up and over the CV axle. Yeah. Right? Kind of like like a, on a live axle car where it kind of bolt, comes up and over the rear axle. It does that, and then it wraps down around the transmission and hugs the transmission all the way back. So you have to remove the entire drivetrain. That's insane. Uh, yes, it is. So it likely won't be happening. Yeah. No, I don't blame you. Um, that's funny. In a bad way. Um, and that's why the new car will be much better, because with the hot V, changing the downpipe will be dead simple. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, well. So expect the new cars to all make a shit ton of power. How, when did you get the Porsche? Um, it will be a week tomorrow. Nice. And so far, so good. Uh, it has. I haven't put a ton of miles on it yet, but yeah. at the same time, I don't care. I have the warranty. Right. I have the CarMax warranty. That's fun. That's really fun. Um what else do I have? I'm trying to figure out what else I have coming up be, besides the Stelvio, but I am really looking forward to the Stelvio. I just I just forget what's been on my calendar because we've had such you know like personal travel and and other shit. I mean, I I'm just hoping the Stelvio good. does not break down for you. I didn't have any major issues with the um, the Julia. I had some weird issues, but I forced the brakes one of them. were weird, right? The brakes were weird, but I think they were just worn. But it also has that brake-by-wire system. And then the, um, I forced the engine into limp mode, but I did it 
on purpose to see if it would still do it based on something Jonathan Clyde told me. And it did do it. When you try to break stand it, it does not like it. Um, <laughs> like it put itself into lip mode and I just I turned it off and turned it back on basically. Um, yeah, this calendar is not updated for some reason because it's my laptop calendar. Oh, well. Um, um, yeah. You are the only person I know that had that car that didn't have problems. I know. I know. It's crazy. Um, I know that everybody else had horrible shit I, with I, it. And... I rarely watch, like, my friend's videos, although I watched your ZR1 video a little while ago. Oh, there you go. I did watch that. Uh, and then, But I happened to watch uh, Matt's one take on the Quadrifolio, and he's like, hey, this thing's been pretty great for me. And then halfway through the video, it breaks on him. Nice. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I love how much hate Matt is getting for, like, in a funny way. Like, I think it's silly, the, his bullet video. Oh, I haven't watched it. He talks, he drove the bullet and he talks about how just the name is the dumbest thing. It's, it's all this bullshit hero worship. The movie sucked. The chase scene was okay, but they just reshot a bunch of shit. Um, he talks about how, how like, bullet is a, a shitty movie. And I... people are like, are just so offended by his review. I agree with him, though. It's, yeah. It's... It's by modern standards, it's a shitty movie. Right. And like all the footage is clearly sped up. Right. The car loses like 15 hubcaps. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it's, it's, it's pretty fun. A lot of people are upset. So drawn out. Um, I get where maybe it was cool back then, but like by modern standards. Not. Right. Um, like so, Le Mans is really slow as well. Yeah. 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 Um, the, that video was funny. The ZL1 was fun. Uh, another car I just remembered that I am getting that I'm I'm very curious about is the Hyundai Veloster N. No, sorry, not the N, not the N, the R. I'm really curious about the N. Yeah, I but just people saw, only just uh, drove that in Germany. I just saw Jason Fenske's video on that. Yeah, uh, which if you guys don't know him, he's engineer explained. He's a great guy. I like Jason a lot. We've had an episode with him. Uh, I know you did. I I wish I was around because I hadn't seen him in like a year. Um, but he just did a video on the anti-lag system on that car. Oh, wow. Um, it, it's pretty cool. The thing, And I really like the Veloster, except for the one thing. The asymmetrical doors drives my old designer brain yeah. fucking crazy. Hmm. Um, the new body looks good, though, but minus that your door issue. So I'm very curious to see the car when it shows up. That car is... Uh, I think a week after or just after the Stelvio and the Stelvio is a week from now. So the Veloster is probably two weeks out, which means the video is at least three weeks out. Um, and then again, it, I, I'm pretty quiet right now just cause I've been, I have my Benz back. So I've been driving that and I'm, I'm, we've been traveling a little bit cause it's the summer. That's why everybody else is not asking podcast questions or watching YouTube videos. Uh, so there's that that's been going on. Um, we've been trying to put more effort into the editorial side of the website, trying to blow out more content. Yep. And we were talking about that earlier. We were supposed to have a little meeting about some of that earlier, but, um, uh, work has been shit for the last 96 hours. <laughs> um, uh, so if those of you are looking for something to read instead of, you know, just watch and listen, go read some of the shit we've been putting on the website. Yeah. Um, yeah, I look forward to, to helping you guys out with that and kind of refreshing some of that stuff. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. Uh, um, cause I, I, I do the, I mean, the website is the, is the one is the base is the home base of all of this. And it's where all this started and, and where it lives eventually, you know, in, in some capacity. Uh, so I want everybody to go to hooniverse.com and make sure they're reading more of that stuff. Um, but that, that's about where we're at right now. It's, 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 it's slow right now. It's the middle of summer. It is. Uh, and I think we ramp up with, you know, because we're going to have the video stuff now. Right. Um, I really want to get, I really want to incorporate project cars into the show more. Okay. Um, 
because I've got the decent sized garage downstairs, so we can screw around with stuff down there. Uh, we have kind of another company we're working on that that does some equipment. Uh, company called that. Um, I forget the name of the company itself, but it's called their product's called Gojax. Right. The company, um, it's like Zen Tools or something like that. I, I, I apologize, um, but they're sending us out some Gojax to to check out next week. So I'll probably just shoot a little thing in the garage, and we'll actually insert that into the the first video episode. Um, but like stuff like that, where we can kind of check out cool shit like that. It'd and, be funny to shoot every, like if we get someone who wants to us to sponsor some. Or send us stuff in terms of like a almost like I don't want to say sponsored content, but like, hey, we're sending you this product, check it out, and we'll put a little piece together for them for the podcast specifically. Well, yeah, it'd that's funny. The, that's what the GoJack guys want. Well, to know it'd, be, it'd be funny to like be like, all right, can we shoot this though with like '80s graphics, musics, and font? Like, let's make this fun and interesting. Like, uh, let's let's radwood it up a little bit. Let's uh, let's instead of just doing these are the GoJacks. This is what they look like. We can have like dazzling graphics come in and like, dun, 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 dun. like that'd be uh, way more fun. Yeah, or do like uh, 1980s like video dating style. Say hello to Mr. Gojax. Yes. Uh, all right. So we're we're still working on a few things, and uh, we'll be talking about all. It's going to be experimental and, for a while. It's yeah. going to get weird. It's going to get weird, but it's going to be a lot of fun. So stay tuned for that. Uh, apologize if this episode is a little short and last week's got effed up. Oh, we're not that short. It's, we're at almost 48 minutes. Okay, good. So, I, I was worried it was a little bit short. Um, but we'll be back on track completely next week um, unless something else comes up. <laughs> uh, you know, here's the thing is I know my super crazy stuff right now is done for a little while. So I'm very happy that's the case because it's been hectic. Good. So um, uh, that's good. All right. Well, that's it. We'll tell everybody uh, if if you want them to find you online at all uh at Hayes data on twitter is where you can find me uh, i don't really use it much because twitter become has just become toxic stew yes uh and i don't use the facebook right uh i i, I don't use the instagram because that's just part of facebook yep um so i guess you can mail me a letter i'll get a p.o box I like that you uh, know what i wish i'll get a p.o box and we can just get people to start mailing us shit that'd be really funny uh we're gonna get chris a p.o box and he, you're going to send him angry letters, and we're going to read them on... Let, no, so seriously, let's get a P.O. box down the street at the Redondo Post Office for shit for the podcast. Okay. Uh, I like it. Um, that's funny. Uh, you already all know where to find me. I am active on all of those toxic stews. Um, so uh, some of those cars I drove, I said I drove over the past weekends, I put up there, and uh, there'll be more up there. And then go to the website. Can't stress that enough. Go to Hooniverse.com and read something. And then, of course, go to the YouTube channel, uh, listen to this podcast, and follow us all on our various social meteors. And Adios. That's, uh, that's the show. Bye. <laughs>